Huh. Would you would you promise if some if if it just fell out of the sky, would you shoot it a lot? Yeah. Would okay. you would you try to shoot something with it? Oh my god. <laughs> there you go, kiddo. Whoa. Well, is that oh is that pastel? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure those are the colors you just described. Oh my god, thank you. Look <laughs> at the Welcome to the Shoot to Hunt podcast. I'm Ryan Avery. I'm here with Jake Mushaney, as always, the, the two hosts, I should say. We're here with Will Alt from The Other Side Ventures and two of his friends, Brandon and Clara. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, thank, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us. This is the first time I think I've had two other veterans on the show. Which yeah, at the same time. We totally outnumber you, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are outnumbered I didn't do my now. service. I know. You're over in California. If I had surfing. it to do over again, of course I would have done it. But there's a lot of things that you may have redone as a kid that you did not I still consider 18 like a kid, right? But there, there's always things that you may have wanted to redo in your younger days. And that would be yep. one thing I would definitely change. I still can't grow a beard like you, though. So. Uh, <laughs> all natural. <laughs> <laughs> That's got some Viking magic in it. Yeah. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. All right. So you have the other side ventures. Can you kind of go into the thought process that went into making this, making the other, the other side ventures? That, that's open to a lot of possibilities. Can you kind of tell us what it's about? It is, yeah. And um, really, it was it was through my own struggles that I came up with it. And um, I found myself at, at the worst times in the, in the lowest point, you know, bottom of the bottom in my life. And, you know, you feel like you have a lot of people in your life and, and a lot of people that support you until you're, until you're at your worst. And then, you know, somehow you just seem to, be on your own and, and struggling alone. And, and, um, you know, luckily, luckily, uh, luckily I was able to get through it, get to the other side of it and, um, had the support of my family and, and, you know, my kids really are what got me through that. Um, I've got a four and a six year old and, um, coming out of that, I just felt like I was on an Island. Like the support wasn't there. The support that was there, they didn't understand. They, uh, you know, it's, it's so hard to connect with, people as a veteran and the different feelings that you have. And, and, you know, so many veterans feel that way when they come back from overseas, they're just, they're not alone, but they're alone, you know? And, um, so, uh, you know, the other side ventures was really just for, uh, just that, just giving back a little bit, you know, I, uh, have been right where a lot of these people are, whether it's emotionally, financially, um, you know, I've been, been at the bottom of the barrel and it's, it's not a fun place to be by any means. And, um, you know, coming out the other side, I was so blessed with, you know, great people around me and amazing teams for, for my companies and things like that, that have allowed me to dedicate time for this. Um, and it's really about just getting people back out in the outdoors and getting them comfortable again and, and showing that there is still good in the world. There is still something out there that, that is positive, you know, and, um, you know, for Brandon and Claire, it was really just about getting them out there. And, and, and Brandon's, you know, raised his daughter and such an amazing young woman and, and just getting them out and allowing them to do something that was different. It was special. It's, it's something that they, that he's wanted to do for years. And, and, um, to be a part of that is, is really, it helps me, it helps me heal, um, able to connect with Brandon and Clara and, and really just get people through the other side of their, their, tough times and 
uh, whether it's PTSD, whether it's um, business failures, whether whatever it is, um, you know, it's it's just getting through the struggles and, and having somebody to, to just be there and support you and root you on and, and help you out a little bit, you know. And um, I know having children myself, um, kids really take the blunt of a lot of the stuff that veterans have to go through when they come back home from overseas. And I think that's kind of a lost, a lost thing in this society. And, and, um, you know, that's a big part of, of the other side ventures now is really focusing on, you know, not just veterans, but, um, veterans and, and, and other survivors, children, and, you know, bringing them back through to some positivity and connecting with their, with their parents and with their families and, and just, doing some good, leaving all the stress, leaving all the BS behind and having some fun. And, you know, there's no judgment. There's no anything. You're just building relationships and, and having a good time. So yeah, that's, that's basically it. Well, you talked about the good you did. Brandon, can you kind of go through a little bit of your history background of how you, you know, mil- don't have to get in the military service as far sure. as you want to go, but how you got hooked up with Will? Actually, Will, I found I got a service dog through an organization in Phillipsburg, Montana, um, Brock Shepherds for Veterans, and uh, Pam Brock is the uh, the owner and operator. And I guess uh, Will grew up with her uh, her son and that that close knit neighborhood. And she asked me one day. She called me and said, "Would you be willing to go on a hunt?" I said, uh, of course. <laughs> what kind of question well, is that? Well, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so then, then you had one a hunt. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened on the hunt? Oh, uh, yeah. Just <laughs> an amazing trip Will took us on. Um, went to go down to uh, Hermosillo, Herma, yeah. uh, Mexico. Beautiful city. Uh, really easy. Uh, went to an amazing property. Had a great hunt. Uh, the first day all of us went out, uh, was able to get my, my deer on the first day there with everybody. So I'm taking a mule deer. Yeah, right? mule deer. Yeah. Yes. Cause yeah. they have a, they also have coos down coos, there, I think. Yeah. And then they have some kind of other white tail down there. Um, yeah. have you hunted mule deer before? I've never hunted a mule deer. In fact, I've, that's my second time hunting ever. Oh, you're kidding me. No, no. I think that's the best part about so giving awesome. back to hunting is you, what me and Jake and, and, and you have experienced our whole lives. Right. And people, I can't explain it to them. And I think being a veteran, seeing what, you know, the other side, what you see on the other side and what you come back and you, the hunting is a, the, one of the greatest releases of it stress is. that I've ever seen. And I've seen it in other veterans' eyes. I've just seen it in people, you know, even first responders, you know, can have yep. PSD problems. And I've seen it with first responders. But so it's, you've been hunting two animals in your life? Two animals. In my what was the life? first one? Uh, the first one was a, uh, uh, whitetail in Texas, uh, and got to get a whitetail and then got a couple of hogs at the same time. Um, oh, so you're, you're, you've more than two, more than two animals. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I missed, I missed. <laughs> <laughs> Did, you yeah, sure. talk about that. Yeah. Did you kill a hog? Did you kill a hog? I killed a hog. Yeah. They, they yeah. don't count because they don't have souls. No, no. So you are good. And It's not a game animal. So we're no, yeah. that is vermin. Yeah. yeah. How long yeah. ago was that? That was about 20 years ago. Okay. Yeah, it's been a while. That's a widespread there, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Can you, uh, can you bring that up, Luke, on the screen so we can see his buck? So going in then, since it had been so long since you had hunted, oh. Uh, oh. what was kind of your preparation, you know, getting into that, getting set up with gear and whatnot to get headed down to Mexico? I mean, it, it, did you do research or? 
I did research on the uh, the mule deer uh, okay. and then the terrain that we'd be in. Okay. Uh, what type of weather we'd be dealing with, the humidity, uh, if any were rain, you know, sun, whatever we're going to be hunting in. What rifle did you have with you? I had a... Uh, 7mm08. Yeah, 7mm08. Yeah. Is this you with the big old beard? Yeah, that's what I was wearing. Yeah, the he beard? cut it off. Man. I knew it. Hey, yeah. there's a that's my, a man beard. Grave before shave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, it, yeah. two weeks ago that came man. off. So. What, what? What was? The, I know how long it takes to do that. So what? What, <laughs> what drove you to cut the beard off? I uh, just change. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if I could do it. That'd be tough. Oh, I look boy. younger. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, you do. Oh, there was that, quite a bit of gray in there. Oh, there's quite a bit. Yeah, yeah you look all, mean, dude. You look that looks nuts. That's oh, a yeah. biker beard. That's a killer right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some beards are all scraggly, you know, and they grow like six hairs. That's a that's a man beard. No, yeah, it reminded yeah. me of Jake's just, yeah. just yeah. nice and combed through. Nice and, flowing. Yeah. He got here today and I'm like, there's something so different about you. Wow. I can't put my finger on it. Oh yeah, you shaved your beard off. You yeah. know, when I've been sleeping lately, it's kind of getting stuck like down in the blankets and stuff. And <laughs> oh, I'm kind of getting to that point where you got to either commit, to keep shave. going, yeah. or, or cut it back a bit. Absolutely. Uh, what is that hat you have on there, Clara? Um, it's Tanoa Outfitters, the people that um, took us hunting. Okay, okay. Nice. What What was your thought process on that, Clara? What was, have you been hunting before? That was your first trip and first actual animal that got shot in yes. front of you. You what got some good gear on there. You got Sika on. Yes. Yeah. You were ready. Yeah. Dad hook it up. Will did. Will hooked it up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Nice. <laughs> so are you going to hunt, Claire? Are you into it now? Is it something you're going to do? Uh, yeah, it's something I'll try. I'm more of a shooter, though. I like to go shooting. Um, I like to shoot my, my AR-15, and I would love to try um, hunting. Okay, That'd the first awesome. the first one is definitely it's emotional. Oh, emotional! There's a lot of processing going on there, and in the heat of the moment, you think you'd be able to do it? You think you'd be able to pull the trigger? Oh yeah, no problem. Oh, nice. she's tough. She's tougher. Nice. Than she you, you've taken hunter safety and everything. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Oh, there's no time like the present, huh? Yeah. Do you have a big rifle you can take hunting? Uh, just my AR-15. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> You know, she would uh, need a rifle eventually. Yeah, she oh, yeah. would need a rifle. She would. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can start, you know, you can put in for, for tags already, you know. There's a, I know a couple guys that know a little bit about what tags to put in for, and you got a lot of opportunity in New Mexico, which is which is very close to, oh, you guys are in Kalispell now, that's right. Yeah, I was thinking well. of San Antonio. Yeah. No, uh, well, Matt, well, being a Montana resident is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We're probably going to draw the Mon- combo license for, for elk and deer, um, that's the one that takes the preference points, but, but putting in for bonus point, you could, you could have actually, I learned this recently. I wish I would have known when my, when my kids were young, uh, that you can actually put in for points in Montana the minute that you're born. That's right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you could have, you know, in your situation, you could have already had 11 points for elk or deer, you know, if you start <laughs> off early. So for those of you that don't know, if you got young kids and you plan on hunting in Montana, start working on points already. But, um, Preference points. Well, it must be a lot different for a resident. It is, yeah, and it's for me. I, I'm just lucky because I have the native, mm-hmm. so I can go. They increase the price a lot, but I can go get an over the counter okay. combination tag, which is but nice. You're so, always guaranteed a tag, guaranteed. Yeah. So yep. Idaho has the lifetime. I've been telling. I don't want to put this out on the air too big, but lifetime license in Idaho, yep. and I want to move to Montana or Wyoming so I can. You've basically double tap two states. Exactly. It's, uh, yeah, it's not bad. 
yeah. it's not bad. No. I need to get that lifetime for Mason. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. you do. Yeah. For sure. So, Clara, if you are you haven't been hunting, but would you rather hunt, you know, you live in the state of Montana now, would you rather hunt elk or deer or bears? Um, I've been wanting to shoot a wolf. Oh, Going nice. straight for the hard stuff. She's did going you, did straight you, to did the you see him? Did you see him against the wall there? Yeah. That's a legit wolf. That's a Sandpoint wolf. Nice. Oh, yeah, Sandpoint's about an hour north of here. It was trapped up there. When I first saw it, I thought it was alive. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, it's actually uh, Nick at Wildlife Creations. He's got Nick a guy there yeah, mm-hmm. that does yep. these soft mounts there. So if you have a wolf out there and it's been skinned correctly, Wildlife Creations here in Hayden, Idaho, does these mean soft mounts, and they look so realistic. we got a couple of them here in the shop. Amazing. They yeah. actually um, – so Andrew came from Montana too, and uh-huh. and I've known Nick for years, and he's mounted a hundred animals for me you know, since my first animal, and – and he brought Andrew over, and he is just a stud with that soft mount oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, he's, yeah, he, well, you guys know you got him. <laughs> yeah, um, Andrew's from Libby, right? Yeah, I yeah, believe so. so. Yeah. Nick is one of the best, just not just the best people, you know, just the best person that I've he, ever met. He is genuinely the nicest human I know. And it's, you know, I'm I'm not, I like teasing and poking. Yeah. And he's just, Me too. he is the most genuinely nice human I think I've ever met. To be a taxidermist, you had to put up with so much bullshit. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He had to call me the other day. So this bear that's in this picture here, you know, we did our due diligence. We skinned it out right, you know, cooled it down, wrapped it up, and we took it over to him, and uh, he had to call me and tell me that afternoon or the next day that the the hair had slipped on the hide. He said there was – it was really strange because there was no smell. Usually if it – you know, if it didn't cool down right, you'd get the smell to go with it. But basically what that means is the hair the hair started pulling out of the hide itself so they couldn't do anything with it. So that was unfortunate, but yeah. We had one of those two actually last week. He had <laughs> <Here's> Luke's <laughs> nice. putting up the pictures here of the wolf. So that's what you want to shoot, Clara. Yeah. You need one nice. of those? You definitely got to be with somebody that knows what they're doing to track a wolf to to, to get that opportunity. Yeah, they're rough. I was going to mm-hmm. say, I've never even gotten a wolf. Yeah, You're going straight to yeah. the top. They are. I've shot one that was... Luck. Yeah, yeah. Who's those guys, Ryan, that are up in Sandpoint that kind of have, they have a class. Stuck in the rut. Yeah, Stuck in the Rut puts on a class on how to hunt wolves. And, you know, they're kind of, they're basically successful every year doing it. So there's, uh, I can't remember what that guy's name is, but he'll, he'll put on a class with you, teach you how to do it. I'm drawing a blank too, but they, they are very, they have shot quite a few wolves and the, the smalls where, um, Rob just went down and hunting with the smalls. They shot that, they shot a wolf. Justin Small. Justin's ball. They yeah. seem to be um, know what they're doing too, and I do yeah. think there's a learning curve, like with any kind of hunting, yeah. you know. And I do believe, you know, anything. I'll tell people, everybody, this, and you know this: hunting in central southern Idaho is far easier than hunting in northern Idaho or northwest Montana. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is rough up here. So everybody, go hunt down south, not up north. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just want to keep your spots good. Yeah. I want to keep. Right. Well, the wolves have just wrecked shop up here. So they're horrible. Yep. We couldn't even let dogs go. Um, the line that I recently got, um, we cut several tracks. We wouldn't even release the dogs because there were so many wolf tracks in the area. Oh man. You know, six, eight, ten of them. Has your guy, ever, has your outfitter ever lost wolves to him or lost dogs to him? One. Yeah. And he's just mm-hmm. a buddy of mine. No, he's not an outfitter. Not just um, a buddy. And, um, yeah, he's lost one dog. And then, you know what he did? It was put cowbells on all his dogs. Mm. And, um, since then he's never had an issue. And we actually, uh, let loose on a cat that then intercepted two dog tracks and there was wolves following the cat. So we had to call the dogs back and luckily nothing happened. But, 
Um, he said since he put those bells on him, that he's had no issues with them. Mm. So, yeah. This cat that you're talking about, you told me a little bit about, took a couple weeks to track them, and, and now there's an infamous oh my Lambo video so, with it. That wasn't supposed to do what it did. Uh-huh. Uh, we, so, you know, obviously we were super excited. This cat was so smart and, and some of the best dogs around. Um, and it, it just kept eluding us, you know, and we knew it was in the area. And finally we got on a good hot track and the dogs, you know, looped around rock cliffs. And I mean, it was hours those dogs were after that thing. And um, finally got it treed and we were, you know, it took us a few hours to get up to it and we were able to harvest it and um, just got, it was a total experience. I mean, I've been hunting cats for years or treeing cats, I should say. We've treed, you know, tons of cats with friends of mine. Um, and um, that was just the one, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not, I, I just like the animals. I, I don't need to shoot them and, and whatnot, you know, and, and that was just the one, you know, that I, that I had been waiting for. And so it all came together. And of course we were super excited. And did you know it was going to be big off the size of the track we or did. was it a surprise? We did. We okay. knew it was going to be a, a good Tom. We didn't know it was going to be that good of a Tom. Um, but um, my buddy, Robert, who, who runs his dogs up there, um, he had treed a few really good Toms before and same thing, you know, he's exercising dogs, trees them, lets them go. And, and, um, so we knew it was big, but after the shot and, and coming out of the tree, it was like, Holy, what did we do? You know? And, um, you know, we're all excited. The next morning we got back late that night, the next morning, um, beautiful blue skies. And, and we just happened to be going by my shop and like, you know, let's, let's get one of the cars out. And I'm a very private person. Nobody knows anything about me that I don't want them to, you know? And, and I think that things and material stuff is, is not like, that's not what makes you happy. That's not, that will never make you happy, you know? And it's not something I'm, I'm public about. And, um, you know, it was a nice day and I'm like, you know, let, let's get Nick, let's go, uh, let's put this thing on the back of the Lambo and bring it up to Nick's shop uh-huh. and more to get Nick and also to, um, raise some awareness for, some hunts that we want to give away for, um, you know, not just veterans, but just people going through a rough time. We were going to, we are going to do a track day, um, with several cars this summer where we'll, we'll get some food trucks and, you know, let veterans and, and other people that may not be in the position to be able to do stuff like that, come out, bring their families, you know, barbecue, um, and really just bring a bunch of like minds together and build friendships, support systems, things like that. Um, so it was about that. And then also giving a lion hunt away as well, you know? So mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, great idea. You know, then you, you get on the road and you got people running you off the road and try, I mean, it just blew up so much more and went viral. And, um, you know, I, I liked it and didn't like it just because I don't like my stuff being out there so publicized, but at the same time, you know, we've got thousands and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people so supportive of the cause and just wanting to help people, you know, and that was such a pleasant surprise because with everything happening in the world and in this country in particular, I'm like, shit, that, you know, you just don't have that anymore, you know, but, but that's not the case. You know, there's a lot of people out there that want to help and they just don't know how to, or how to focus their attention or, or their money or their, um, their, their, uh, energy, you know, so. Um, it's gained a lot of traction and we'll be able to help a lot more people, um, nice. through that silly little video. So, you know, obviously you're going to get a lot of scrutiny and, and, and a lot of people. And, you know, I've even had houndsmen, um, and hunters message me and, 
and not really agreeing with, you know, making us look bad and the anti-hunters are this and going to get closed down and that. Uh, the bottom line is, is anti-hunters are going to be anti-hunters. They're going to, they're going to hate us no matter what. Um, you know, and there was so definitely. So do you think that may have added a little fuel to the fire? You know, I you're think. still, if you had it to do over again, you'd do it again? I'm not sure that I would, honestly. Yeah. Um, the way it went, just any negative scrutiny to the hunting community and the outdoor community, I don't like. Um, yeah. Being a sportsman my whole, my whole life, um, it's something that has saved, saved my life, you know, honestly. And, and coming back from overseas and everything, being in the outdoors and hunting was literally what got me through all that. So um, I would probably say no just because um, I wouldn't risk even 1% chance of the wrong people seeing it and and getting the wrong idea or an impression of, you know, who we are and why we love the outdoors and, and why we hunt and, and uh, you know, the conservation side and the wildlife management side and you know, so many other things. But um, I would say probably no, um, even though 98% of it was positive and, mm-hmm. and we are going to be able to help a lot more people, um, you know, that 2% is just, it doesn't feel good, you know, especially hearing from, from uh, fellow hunters and outdoorsmen, you know, we're all we're a band of brothers and, you know, we all kind of come together and, and, you know, that was a time where I really had to question, okay, yeah, I can see it from that side as well, you know. So, so you talked a little bit about, you know, people can, you know, donate to the cause, that good stuff and some things that you have planned, like at the racetrack. Is there somewhere that people can get information about what's going on right a- now? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, the other side ventures um, and then, you know, we'll all, you can uh, reach out to us and, and, PM us, um, on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually we're, we're just getting everything set up for phone numbers and emails and things like that. But you can also, um, email the other side ventures at gmail.com. Okay. Um, so if, uh, you know, if you want to help out and you want to, um, support or provide a hunt or any type of outdoor excursion for whether it's a veteran, whether it's, it's just somebody in need of, you know, there's so many people that have gone through so much, stuff in this world it doesn't always have to be war into you know first responders you mentioned there you know those guys go through just as much as guys in war do you know and and um so i've done the veteran nonprofit in the past and we were able to help a lot of veterans but um i really you know this go around on a much bigger scale i just want to help anybody in need and, and more so on the veteran side veterans children you know mm-hmm. and um having that myself, it's, it's near and dear to my heart, you know, and, and I think that there's a lot of good that we can do out there. Okay. Um, so yeah, they can email us and, and, um, you know, I've been getting thousands of, of messages, um, since this, uh, this car deal and, and, uh, has been amazing, you know, and, and, and definitely takes a lot of time, but, you know, I want to answer everybody. And, and there's been a lot of people with valid questions like, do you hunt a lion? just for sport or is it conservation? Is it management? Is it, you know, which are great questions and has really allowed us to elaborate on that type of stuff and how important conservation is and in managing healthy populations and, and, you know, letting the, the, the younger strong animals grow uh, to their full potential and, and all that type of stuff. So um, there has been a lot of good that, that has come from it, you know, good deal. I'm glad you answered the way you did because I had a couple doozy questions for you on the Lambo mountain lion. Oh, Lord. (laughs) But you really did hit home with it because when I first saw it, 
I'm in the hunting industry. We have yeah, a lot. Yeah. I was like, what in the Californian hell is this? <laughs> and I've been called that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that, that was the first thing I didn't, to, I don't know you from Adam outside yeah. of today. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you always have first impressions and you're like, right. What is the thought process? And I was literally just telling Jake, I said, I don't, I just want to ask a few questions to this guy, but I don't want to offend the guy. But yeah, no. you know, it's the way I look at stuff like that is, you got 20% of the, 20% of the country antis. They're never going to be, never going to support hunting of right, any right. sort. You got 10% that are hunting, okay with hunting, and you got the 70 in the middle. And that's who we were trying to sway to our side. Right, right. So I always look at things in a glass of, is that going to help us or hurt us? Yeah, yeah. And the way you explained it, I, I could somewhat get on board with that. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, it, it really is kind of one half the other, you know, and, yeah. and I've, felt that since it it blew up and I I did before I even posted it just because I don't like putting myself out there like that in general but I should have thought about the conservation side and and really how it makes us as outdoorsmen look before Mm -hmm. I ever posted it and and should have put more thought into it but it was just kind of a you know awareness thing for what we wanted to provide um, for a few people in need and then you know obviously playing with my buddy Nick at Wildlife Creations. You know, you want to pull up in that, and he just shakes his head and not even surprised, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and just such a great guy and, and love joking around with him. But, yeah, it blew up a lot bigger, and, and uh, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't do it again, but, um, you know, it did allow us a, a larger audience to um, be able to help more people. So I guess at the end of the day, that's what we're shooting for. Clara's looking pretty bored over here. Yeah, she's like, what did I get myself why into? Clara, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, the hunt you just went on. Tell us about like the day-to-day experience that you had about the hunt that maybe maybe you think aren't interesting, but they probably are. <laughs> yeah. So we would wake up at 6 a.m. every morning, and then we have breakfast around 6.20, I think. And what was breakfast? <laughs> oh, I forgot. Like chorizo and eggs or? Yeah, exactly. Okay, with tortillas and yeah. chili. Okay. And then as soon as we're done eating breakfast, we'll get in the back of the trucks and go. And um, we'll be out hunting for a couple hours, seeing what we can get. Um, And then we'll come back from hunting. For more food. For more food. Nice. More food. Nice. Remember the snack packs that she made us? Oh, yeah. Remember those? Yeah. <laughs> what were She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were amazing. It was like it was mom's good. sack lunch. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. And we'll come back for lunch. And then I would, and then they would go out hunting again. And I would stay stay back. Okay. And m- most of the time when they were out hunting, I helped make dinner with Dora. And that's the cook of the. Why'd you stay back in the afternoon? Uh, you, you'd had enough? Yeah. Okay. Was it hot and sunny or? In the morning, it was cold. Oh. It was really cold. So cold. It was. Did you give your dad any kind of pep talk? Make sure he made a good shot? No. <laughs> she just said, do good, dad. <laughs> do good. Do better. <laughs> what was it? Did we talk? What was the rifle again? It was a uh, 7 mm or 7 mm 8 Okay. Okay. How far? What, what about the bullet? Ooh. Like a like a one fifty. It was a hundred and fifty gram, but I don't know exactly what it was. Okay, okay. Um, they had all that stuff down there. It was such a process to get oh, our so own rifles their, down right? there. Oh, it yeah. was their rifle. It was yeah. theirs. Yeah. Okay. Um, my buddy Cody at Snore Outfitters had all that stuff set up for us. Um, 
thank God, because it's a process mm-hmm. that if, if you've all done it to, to get your rifles down there and stuff. And, um, you know, we had our, our hands full cause we had to get, um, passports for, for Clara and, and Brandon and had them jump in flights to, to Seattle to get passports last second and, and everything. So, so it, luckily we had the, had the rifles down there. And I think it was just, um, it was just box ammo, Hornady, mm-hmm. I believe, you know, and, and we so. talked about that a bit where they, the other place you were looking at, they actually, you, you fly into Southern Texas and then you mm-hmm. drive across drive and they meet across. you. And there's, mm-hmm. it's corrupt. It is. Yeah. There's a little money, a little yeah, under yeah. the table action as far as, you know, making sure everything's locked up because I've heard horror stories. Know a guy that has rifle taken because the, uh, he had like a plus, you know, a kind of a, the, the head stamp didn't match the barrel. Uh, so they took the whole gun. Oh, oh wow. So you got to watch that kind of yeah. crap too. Make sure the serial number isn't misspelled on the form or they'll take your rifle that way too. So, yeah, yeah. and you got to know it's best if the outfit comes and gets you and takes you across because they know the game. Yep. Right. Right. How far was your shot? Uh, it was about 150 yards. Okay. Is there, uh, was there kind of like a maximum distance they were trying to get you within? No, they, uh, they had us set up pretty well on it. Uh-oh. It was a, it was a feeder shot. So, okay, yeah, I think. Did you get to shoot the rifle before you shot it that first time? Once. Okay. I hit a, a gong target. Then they're like, you're good to go. Yep, that's All it. Right. You hit the gong, you're, nice. you're certified. <laughs> Did you hit the gong when you were there or you weren't, you weren't there for that? Um, I wasn't there. You weren't there for that part? Okay. Yeah, she's just having okay. fun with dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Are you excited to get your own rifle? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. You need one someday, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you only have an AR, you said. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you build if you could build anything you wanted? I don't know. Would it be another AR, a bolt gun? Would it be a shotgun? Uh, a rail gun? We've talked about a bolt gun before. Yeah, a bolt gun, maybe. What's the longest shot you take with your with your AR so far? Is it 223? 556? Five, uh, five, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You practice um, long distance at all? I've done long distance a little bit. Probably okay. 100 yards, maybe? 100 yards. Nice. Yeah. She's nice. pretty good. Nice. Yeah. You always hope to be in that range. It doesn't always yeah, work yeah. out that way. You want, yeah. you know, like this. So this this one up here behind me, that's Ryan's, but that's a 33XC. So you can see the size of the round that's on the side of that. That has basic, I don't want to say infinite kill range, but as far as you can shoot, that will kill something. Nice. That's, that's pretty, what that, you need, Claire. That is. Yeah. Claire, what, you're, you're a different take from the, the Mel the Mel guesses. Oh my goodness. Well, which one would you take? That beautiful green one is. or this kind of yeah. ugly blue one? If one of those could be yours, which, which one would it be? Which one would you like better? Nice. Oh. Yes. I told you it's better. <laughs> you even tried. You said the ugly blue one. I was trying to sell it. You did. You know? Yeah. You know? yeah. Are you, are, you're 13? What are you into movies? You, into, you watch like yeah. the Hulk? I like Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I used to like Spider-Man. Did you see the newest Spider-Man where they brought in all the Spider-Mans from all yeah. the different? Nice. I like that one, though. Which one is your favorite Spider-Man? Tobey Maguire, the first movie. Really? Like the original, she, yeah. She is a yeah. good girl. Yes. The original. <laughs> yeah, you know I know. Uh, so we were in the theater when that when the movie came on, and when all the Spider-Mans came in, man, the whole theater like erupted. Like Everybody had expected it to happen, but there wasn't a lot of leaked footage, and it was like as soon as that... As soon as the, I forget which one popped up first, but whatever older Spider-Man came in first, man, the theater just went nuts. Yeah. Between Tobey Maguire? Uh, maybe, I don't remember if it was Toby that came in first as the extra, because there was more, there's three of them. 
It would have had to have been, right? He's the first one. I don't remember. I don't remember now either. Do you remember? Was he the first one that popped through that screen, Clara? Who was that? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. She knows way more than she knew. Yeah, she knew. knew. Yeah, Andrew Garfield, he's the second one. I can't picture him. I can't, yeah. Because there's only one Spider-Man, and who is it? Toby Maguire. That's That's right. right. (laughs) She's a true fan. She is. Yeah. Color-wise, what's your favorite colors? Mm, Like pastel colors. I like pastels and like... What is pastel? Does that have a definition? It's like... Like, Pull that a little closer to you. There you go. It's like light blue and like like purple and like kind of like baby blue and stuff. Okay. Like baby colors. Interesting. I don't see you wearing any pastel though, Clara. Well, I mean. <laughs> you got kind of a barbed wire sweatshirt going on. I picked the stuff that was most comfy. Oh, yeah. nice. That's a good reason. Yeah. That's a good reason. That's why it's she better, liked It's going to be comfortable though. in here. Yeah. 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 I feel mm-hmm. like this yeah. was kind of home. This was, I was played. It was staged a little it bit. It was I feel staged. Like, yeah. <laughs> He put his higher up there, you know what I mean, so she could see it. Dude, the blue look. is so much he better. He actually had an ugly brown one in here earlier, <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he brought that one in because she probably knew that he knew that she. Yeah, yeah, like pastels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's my rifle, and that's his rifle. That's where that's all coming from. So you're gonna take hunter safety this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gonna awesome. go. Gonna go try to shoot a wolf. Yeah. Probably gonna need something bigger than an AR to do that. Yeah, you're going to need to be able to reach out because the wolves don't come within 100 yards. I have never seen a pastel rifle or a rifle with anything on it like Spider-Man. Have you guys? I no. never have. Never uh-huh. in my life, no. I wonder what that looked like. It'd probably be pretty awesome on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. pretty good. One just like magically showed up or something. If Luke just brought one in here right now <laughs> at some point. That'd be weird, huh? If it he's not weird. listening. Huh. Would you would you promise if some if if it just fell out of the sky would you shoot it a lot? Yeah. Would, okay. you, would you try to shoot something with it? Oh my god. <laughs> there you go, kiddo. Whoa. Well, is that oh is that pastel? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure those are the colors you just described. Oh my god! Thank you. Look at you, the other side. If you flip it around there, you might see your name on it. <gasps> look look a little lower on the stock. Uh, oh my god. Don't be scared. Pull that bolt open. That's the first thing you do. Pop that open. Nice and smooth. So now you can shoot all the way out to a thousand yards, whatever you want to do. She's so excited she's shaking. Wow, not only not only she's shaking, the wolf just shaked over exactly. there. The wolf, yeah. the, the wolf just yeah. shit the bed. Exactly. <laughs> oh what do you think? I love it. So that's a that's a Christensen Ridge line. It's got a vortex scope on there. Yep, it's like a purple. And what is that bottom color? What would you call that, Claire? Aqua. 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 Oh, yep, faded nice. together spider web. The scope is cerakoted purple. It's got a Spider Man on the stock. It's got Clara up underneath the receiver. Wow. So Carbon we got barrel, a lot of Christensen that. arms. We got a lot of that from your dad. So we he helped us out and um, let us know what you liked, and and we knew you liked Spider Man. <laughs> so that's awesome. Um, I didn't know you, you were that big of a fan, but um, yeah. So the she guys, knew all the names. Man. All of that them. was legit. All of them. Yeah, yeah. It's already hammering. We've been shooting it a bit, getting it all tuned up. That's a twenty-eight nozzle. It's got a really big break on the end, though, so you're going to be just fine. Shoots really well. You'll be able to hang on to it because my because my thirteen-year-old boy shoots big big guns like that guy. Would would just because of the break, basically. But would you you'll let, be able to handle it? Would you let your dad borrow it? Maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know if I would. I, I probably wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't. 
Purple's not his color anyways. Oh, it is now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, if you got any questions at all about shooting or how the scope works or dialing or any of that good stuff, you can always reach out. Jake, we'll did shoot. you guys get some rounds? Did you build some rounds Yeah, for? we did. We awesome. just finished shooting it. We're going to actually validate it. So we just got the load dialed in at 100, and then he just was about to shoot it at 650, and then we set this up for today. So we're going we're gonna to take it here. We're going to ship it to you. But all we got to do is validate at 650, make sure the, the load stays true. Awesome. And it'll be up, and there's a box of ammo that comes with it, 50 rounds. So you'll be all set up. And whenever you shoot those 50, you can send it back to us, and we'll reload them at the same load spec for you, all that good stuff. So it's you'll all dialed forever. in. Thank you guys. Wow, thank you. That's amazing. That was all Will. What a big gift. No, that that was all your dad and and Jake over here that built it. But um, all those yeah, guys you just want. met at the back of the shop over there in Cerakote. So that was we actually so so most it's mostly men in the shop. There's two women, right? So we we had the Spider Man <laughs> and the pastel. So me and the boys went and picked out colors, and then we took the colors to the girls and we're like, hey, are these the right colors for a teenage girl pastel? And we we were way off. <laughs> so the, so then the the women in the shop ended up picking those two colors you see the top and bottom there and then the the Cerakote guys kind of did the rest but yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. come out pretty cool with the with the white webbing and stuff on it we're pretty excited that was my reaction when Brandon's like she likes pastel yeah what is that I yeah exactly that. Yeah. I had to Google it yeah I'm like what is pastel colors. <laughs> Well, we can lay it up here on the table if you want. Now, finding uh, an outfit camouflage-wise is going to be trouble to match. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake can is, do it, I'm sure. Yeah, Jake can make that happen. <laughs> he can make anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this all comes from the other side ventures, right? This is where that's Correct. coming from. Correct. So on, not in closing, but in getting towards the end of the podcast, we're getting close to an hour, is I've been behind a lot of veteran organizations before. And then you find out a year or two in that they're pretty corrupt. You yeah. know, the owner's taking all the money. Yeah. You've you've seen those. There's a famous one that is horrendously bad so for many. sell us sell us veterans to get behind the the other side ventures. You know, um I I've never taken donations. I've never um I've never taken any funding. I've never taken any free hunts. Um I've funded everything um from start to finish and um, so uh, I, I don't have a nonprofit. I don't, I do it because I feel like there's people that need help. And I feel like when I needed help the most, nobody was there. Um, you know, when you expect everybody to be there for you, it just doesn't work that way. Um, and I feel like it's my duty. You know, I've, I've been so blessed in life and Financially, I, I, just the ability to give back is something we should all be grateful for. And and um, I am going to start an actual nonprofit um, just just for, so people that do want to help. Um, there's a place to do that, and they can they can get um, tax incentives and things like that. Or otherwise, I, I wouldn't even do a nonprofit. I you know like you, I've got such a bad taste in my mouth for nonprofits, and specifically veteran nonprofits. Yes. And I don't know why that is, um, but it's always disgusted me um, how things like that play out. And, you know, they use the cause and the, the poor me and the, oh, we're helping veterans because everybody's, we're American, you know, we, we love our veterans. We, we want to help them, you know, and I think people use that um, to their advantage for the wrong way, for the wrong reasons. And um, so I've just done it myself, you know, but it is very expensive and it's um, time taxing. It's, um, but I wouldn't change it for the world. 
you know, if I could get back everything I have, I would. I mean, it's uh, it's the one thing that makes me feel good about myself. You know, I've I've spent, you know, 15 years plus questioning myself and and am I a good person? Am I a piece of shit? Am I? You know what I mean? Like, you, absolutely. Any veteran knows what that feeling's like, and it's it's a very lonely feeling, you know. And um, you know, it cost me two marriages. It, I mean, it's it's. I've been there, you know, and, um, being in the position to be able to help is just that it's just, it's just helping people. I mean, I don't, I don't need anything. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of selfish of me to look at it that way because I can't help as many people. And, um, you know, over the last week, it's it's really opened my eyes to the amount of good people that are out there that that do want to help. They just don't know how, um, you know, so, so we're going to, we're going to build some structure and, and, um, with the ability for people to really get involved and help personally, you know what I mean? Be tied to a veteran and, and their family, be, be tied to the process. And, um, we're also going to do, um, hunts and rafting trips, fishing trips, things like that. Um, in the names of, of our brothers and, and friends that, um, can't go because, um, they were taken overseas or they've committed suicide. Um, you know, suicide rate for veterans is just through the roof and it's, it's absolutely ridiculous because they don't have an outlet. They don't, they don't know where to turn. They don't know what to do. They, uh, you know, I've been there myself. And, um, so it's just, you're not going to help everybody, but, um, we're going to do our damnedest to, to do what we can. And, and, um, you know, there's really nothing to sell because it's just something I do myself, you know, and, and, you know, we're getting to the point where, where other people want to get involved and, and it's something I want them directly tied to so they can, they can feel what it feels like to give back and see change in, in a veteran or in somebody that's just, you know, gone bankrupt and lost their house and all their vehicles and paycheck to paycheck, just trying to feed their kids and their wives. And, you know, there's so much of that out there that, you know, that's really what it's about. And, and, you know, hopefully other people start seeing it that way, you know. So right now people can get a hold of you at the other side ventures at gmail.com. Correct. Yeah. And, you, and that's where you want them to get come. To yeah. And, and Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. And, and Instagram, yeah. Facebook. Um, yeah. I mean, um, you know, not just people wanting to help, but you know, if you've, if you've gone through rough times and, and you just need someone to talk to, you need business advice, you need things like that. You know, we've talked about doing podcasts for business and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, I, just through this last week, I'll bet there's been, you know, 100, 200 um, messages with people that have just been trying to get into business and do their own thing and, and really just don't know the avenues or, or the way to go about it. And, um, you know, people like me, people like you, and, um, you know, I've hit my head off a thousand brick walls trying to learn my way through business and luckily had some amazing mentors and great people that, that believed in me and stood behind me. But, you know, to be able to help people, not make those mistakes and, and maybe get ahead of it a little bit for them and mentor them a little bit. Um, I think it's important. So, um, yeah, you, you reach out to me on any of my social media, um, or email us and, and, um, you know, we, we want to help people. And, and also if you want to get involved and give back yourself, um, it's something that, that, um, we're going to start building a platform for and, and start doing it. So. Sounds like a winner. Can't be bad, right? No, none of that sounds bad to me. Clara and Brandon, do you guys have any parting thoughts? 
I would just like to thank everybody. Um, really like to thank everybody for what they've they've given to us. Um, I don't know how much longer I'll be be here, and this gave my daughter and I an amazing opportunity to spend time together that we would have never had otherwise. Uh, so it was very it's a beautiful thing. It really is. I look awesome. forward to doing more. Well said, Clara. I just want to say thank you to Will for taking us on the trip. And of I want to course. say thank you to your company and everyone that was um, helping make my gun. And I just want to say thank you. And I'm really appreciated for it. This is my rifle. There are many like it. But this one is mine. <laughs> well, I expect to see lots of pictures with that rifle in it. Absolutely. Hopefully with a big old wolf. You will. <laughs> Love it. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming on. If you have any questions for me or Jake or more for, about Will's, um, I keep messing up your name, the Other, other Side, side Ventures. Yeah. I keep want to say, anyways, I want to say something different. You can you can find me and Jake at Shoot to Hunt, or podcast at shoottohunt.com, and thanks for listening. <laughs>